0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. We had guests recently at our house, of four boys, age eight to 18. And the youngest boy literally learned to swim and enjoyed it by being thrown into the deep end by his older brothers, over and over again and then being rescued by them as well. This way of learning doesn't suit everyone. Some people, like myself, much prefer to wade into things uh, rather than be thrown into the deep end. But whatever your personality, the fact is that life provides many occasions when we are thrown in over our heads and find ourselves in need of help. And it starts when we're young. This summer in Yerevan, My daughter, Nora, decided she could climb up by herself the 15-foot elephant in the park, all by herself. And she did it. But then, a couple minutes later, tears welled up in her eyes because she couldn't get down. Can you remember a time when you got that sinking feeling that you were in over your head and you needed rescuing? I recall when I was 12 years old, visiting my grandmother in Dennisport, Massachusetts. Much like Nora, I decided I could get in the inflatable boat and handle it myself in the ocean. I was rowing like mad, but the beach kept on getting further and further away. I was in over my head, and luckily a a guy in a motorboat came by to rescue me. You probably all have stories to share of getting in over your heads and needing rescue, especially as kids. But then maybe it's harder to come up with examples from adulthood. Why is that? Do we still get in over our heads as adults but are embarrassed to admit it? Do we simply learn to avoid risk and play it safe? Well, today's scripture reading, suggest that getting in over our heads and needing rescue is not just for kids, it's actually a lifelong thing. And we should be much less fearful of being lost and overwhelmed because we have a God who comes to the rescue. That is who God is. If you want proof of that, go to the Psalms. Open any one and you will see and find God the rescuer like this one. In you, O Lord, I take refuge. Let me never be put to shame. In your righteousness deliver me and rescue me. Incline your ear to me and save me. So apparently getting in over our heads and needing rescue isn't just for kids. The greatest king of Israel, David, who wrote the psalms, also needed rescuing all the time. And it's not just in these crucial, rare moments, it's every day. Is that why our most important prayer, in our daily prayer, the closing line is, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us, rescue us from evil. So maybe we're supposed to be bold in doing good and living our lives, because if you don't ever risk climbing the mountain, you won't ever see the view. If you don't risk getting in over your head, you'll never be rescued, and you'll never know the rescuer. Jesus' whole life, his whole being was as rescuer of the lost, of the paralyzed, of the sick, of the sinners. It's in today's gospel reading. The disciples are caught in a terrible storm at sea, and the boat was sinking. Their hearts sink. Their lives flash before their eyes when all of a sudden Jesus comes forward and calms the storm. He rescues them. This miraculous rescue was not surprising or out of character, given that Jesus' very name is Yeshua. God rescues. God saves. Jesus' very name is his function in God's million-year divine plan, God rescues so this is great theory and theology but we don't live in the time of Jesus is the God who saves still relevant after Jesus bodily left the world and even unto today well Saint Paul is our second reading and he's the key link to our God who saves even now like us Paul is special because he never met Jesus in person Yet his experience, through and through, was with the Christ who rescues, an experience which calls us today. And now I'll paraphrase Paul's letter to his parishioners in Corinth about how he was in totally over his head and spreading the word of God. This is what Paul says in paraphrase. He says, we don't want you to be in the dark, friends, about how hard it was when this violence came down on us for preaching in Asia. It was so bad, we didn't think we were going to live. We were in over our heads. But as it turned out, it was the best thing that could ever happen to us. Because instead of trusting in our own strength and our own wits to get out of it, we were forced to trust totally in God, the God who rescues, the God who raises from the dead. And he did it, and he'll do it again, rescuing us as many times as we need rescuing. That's 2 Corinthians 8 to 10. So that's the great news for all of us who tend to get in over our heads. We who climb up too high and can't get down. We who seek to follow Christ, but our actions fall short. We who strive to be good, but we're weighed down by our sin. And God's message for us today is to keep climbing and to keep seeking and to keep striving. Don't be afraid to live and to love for God says, I am the God who saves. You can trust me. I'm the God who shows up in the nick of time for those who seek me. And finally, I want to remind you that we're not just passive, we're an active role in God's rescue plans through our prayers and our deeds. Because it seems like when, like me, you have learned to be rescued by God over and over again, somehow, slowly I've come to learn to come alongside others who find themselves in over their heads. And that's what our great calling is as church and followers of Christ. It's in our names as Christians. To be special agents in God's ongoing rescue plan which never ceases, it never despairs, it never dies until all are safely gathered in His care now and always and unto the ages of ages.